this version is so that much better. <laughs> You're right. Okay, Long. you win. Yeah, that's our jam. <laughs> We're the only background singers yep. allowed yeah. to sing yeah. on that yes. song. Sorry, Tony. I know you you wanted to fade wanted it out to get all excited. pretty, but. And get I crazy. am so gonna learn how to dance uh, watching you, Kelsey. I can't dance. I totally forgot the behind mm, the. Mm, yeah. Mm, God, you got rhythm, girl. Mm, I do the no, little finger dance. I dance on like the I'm from the board. '70s. I cannot. I cannot new school age dance like how all the girls are like at the okay. clubs. I can't. At the risk of sounding like the old woman that I am, the '70s is probably the golden age of dancing. But that's the only dancing I can do. So I look like a disco ball. So if it's the golden oh, age of disco. dancing, and that's the only kind of dancing you can do, then I'd say that's Alan pretty is, damn good. Uh, <laughs> Alan is shaking his head at the disco <laughs> going on right now. <laughs> okay, so we totally tangented on our last episode, and so I want to be really focused on this one, because I have some good stuff I want to talk it's about. hard to focus when you're in a good mood, though. I know, we're having so just much like... fun. So on the break, Kelsey was talking about all these things that she's been learning since we've been talking. Mm-hmm. And um, Jenny changed my life. Oh, no, I think Kelsey changed her life. But I, I with can, your mentorship. I can say stuff all the time, and it just it falls on deaf ears unless somebody actually picks it up and owns it and runs with us. We so should you do get a review show. We, we should do a review show yeah. where we get all of us and just what we we've We've got to learned. wait for Alana to get yeah. back. But yeah. It's kind of like the freestyling thing we tried, only you guys should get advance notice and then put together all the things you think you've learned. So hopefully, Or gotten better at yeah, exactly. Improved on. Because we're still learning. Exactly. Every day. Which is what I wanted to talk about today, because I don't even know if you guys know this um, this word or this phrase, but have you guys um, heard the phrase interpersonal skills? From you, probably. I've heard it. <laughs> I've heard it, but this is one of those ones where I was like, what if you asked me the definition, yeah, I'd be yeah. like, okay, I can't Inter- give you that. Interpersonal <laughs> skills. See, that was really good, because if we were playing charades, you could probably get there just by what you're doing. Kelsey's like, inter, she's like, you know, thinking about herself. So, um, really broadly and oversimplified, I would say it's the skills that you use when you are interacting with others. So, your close interactions with people, basically, your personal interactions. Yeah. So, a lot of times at work, they'll be called soft skills. You've probably heard those before. Or a lot of times we've talked on the show about communication skills. But interpersonal skills is sort of the great big bucket that all of your skills that you use to interact with other people go into. And whether you're a staff member or a boss or the CEO, everybody needs to have good interpersonal skills. Those that are required are going to vary by level. But learning what they are and how to improve them are really, really key. And I think when you were saying, gosh, I've learned so much, I was that's why I said, hold on, I want to talk about that at the show. A lot of that, I think, are your interpersonal skills. Because you rattled off two examples. You said, I feel like I'm listening more. Yeah, that's important. But what's... And I'm trying to interrupt or talk less. Those were the two quick examples that you used. Yeah. So communication skills as a great big bucket is an example of an interpersonal skill. Collaboration that we've talked about is an interpersonal skill. Leadership is an interpersonal skill. Empathy is an interpersonal skill. So just all of those things that go into interactions with interacting people. with others. Exactly. So I just wanted to go through a couple of examples and see which ones you guys think are easier and which ones you think can be harder. Bring it. Well, I'm going to start with the hardest. Oh, gosh. She is bringing it. (laughs) You're going to pay such close attention. We won't be able to have that fun like we did that one time. The top of the list is active listening. 
the most important interpersonal skill of listeners. The activist of Mm. listeners. That's a good way of saying it. Which we talked about that one before, so we don't have to use any examples. But that one's yeah. That one episode, you literally asked me what the first thing you asked was, though, and I was like. Um. <laughs> Can I tell you, because I know you and adore you, and I know we're, we like each other, love each other, that it was okay, but like listening to it as a listener, I'd be like, God, people are going to think I'm such a bitch. Or that I'm stupid and no. I can't remember anything. No. <laughs> no. Wait, what did you say? Duh. No. I was no. kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah. What, what did I just say five minutes ago? Uh. I know. I was ruthless. But I was having so much fun. It was fun. It was fun. I learned my lesson. <laughs> oh, I know now. Uh, it's funny. I'll All be right, able to so tell you what the first thing was when we get to the bottom of this list. Oh, of course. But we have to start at the top. So the next one, you guys are really, really good at this. Um, Collaboration. And it's, well, it's teamwork, yep, which we said. Uh, check her out. You Team, said we're good at it. Teamwork so. is what comes from, we talked about that, it starts out as collaboration, becomes mm-hmm. teamwork. I think what will be interesting for you guys is when you're outside of this situation, because you have really found your groove as a team here, mm-hmm. the day one of you leaves or goes on to something else, and then you have to start all over again, that's when it's tough. And it can be sad. I mean, Kelsey has a great big frown on her face. I mean, we end up really developing strong affection and connection with people who we have great teamwork with. So when the members change and the chemistry starts from scratch, new people come in, oh, it can feel devastating. It's like when you spend so much time with somebody, they become a co-worker to mm-hmm. like a friend. Mm-hmm. And then Tony and I, we've been friends since school. It's at the point where he's like my family. Mm-hmm. He is my family here. So I, the reason why I wanted to talk about this one, even though I think you guys are great at teamwork, together is you really learn as your career starts to progress if you're good at teamwork just objectively and in general or if you're good with other people who you fit with because some people can be great team members on a specific kind of team Mm -hmm. and an absolute douchebag team member on another kind of team and that's something you won't learn about yourself till you find yourself and you're in the situation in a different yeah exactly i would hope i wouldn't be a douchebag to a different team but i mean i guess if i was with people that were rude and insensitive i wouldn't be very nice back Mm -hmm. we don't have that here Mm -hmm. you know we're all kind to each other even on our bad days we would talk it out Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I don't know how it feels someplace else with other people and how they did it. Yeah. Well, we're going to still know each other and we'll be, we're going to still be talking oh, yeah. the day that happens. So I will definitely help you through it. But it's a really good thing to learn about yourself because then you can genuinely say with truth and authority when you're 35, I am a good team player because I've worked on so many different types of teams and I have found my groove in, in each one. Uh, so I just want you guys to keep that one in the back of your head responsibility Mm. I think I'm getting better with that and I think of this in two forms somebody who behaves responsibly because I think you guys both behave very responsibly obviously our future CEO Alana is always incredibly responsible Um, but there's also the accountability part and by that I mean shit goes wrong and you have no problem whatsoever saying you know what though at the end of the day it's, it's my call that was my fault I didn't train Joe as well as I should have, so that still fell apart because of me. I think accountability is harder. It than is hard, but I think I'm working on that too because I was having an off day last week, and I, I could tell that some of the people here weren't exactly thrilled 
with me that day. So I took it upon myself to go to my supervisor and I was like, look, I'm sorry, I'm not doing the best job today. I'm gonna try to pull it in, I'm gonna try to fix it. If there was any mistakes throughout the day, it, it was on me. Because wow. people were just trying to listen to me and make make Baby, me feel I'm a little so better. Proud. You know how brave that is? Oh, I was scared shitless. That's hard to do. I was I was really nervous. I was like, yeah, this happened and this went wrong and it, it was my fault. Wow. And I'm sorry. Were you here that day? Uh, I might have. I think, I, think I, was. I think I was. You were. I think I was. Yeah, I should. I, 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 so we have a fair amount. We have our. We have a fair amount of rough days sometimes. Yeah. So they all kind of blend together. But yeah. it's just a rough time of the year. Yeah, well, no, not so much. It's getting better. But, I'm stressed out about a lot of things. But, but it'll yeah, be better in the summer. The bad days all kind of blend together. So I would say, yeah, I probably was here for that day. But I, I think too, like some of it is that we struggle, like. We everybody's working as a team, and all the equipment kind of works in sync with each other. So if somebody's not in sync with everybody else, it then throws a lot off. It throws yeah. everybody off, and those people might want the people who didn't screw up might want to immediately jump on the person who did screw up and say, "Well, they weren't working in sync with all of us." But we but, all did it. Yeah, but we all might have been. It, was it was it that the did the he miss his cue to him or was, was the, he or not paying you, attention? Were the three of you out of sync or something? Mm-hmm. Was know? the software not working? There's mm-hmm. layers and layers and layers and layers. You know, and sometimes it's like, okay, are you are you just making yeah. up excuses or is it are you owning it? You know. Yeah, I think we've been better at owning our mistakes, mm-hmm. but when it falls on our computers having problems, we 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 go and bitch about the computers because <laughs> that That's isn't natural. on us. That's totally and natural. It, it makes us feel like angry when yeah. something happens and it is out of our and control. We can't, yeah. yeah. We can't do anything about it. Let me ask you something. I'm going to address this one to Kelsey because I feel like, Tony, I know what you would say. So, in the middle of that bad day, when you went and talked to your supervisor, that was near the end of the day, but yeah. How would you have handled it or felt, do you think, if, like, in the middle of it, only a couple hours in before the end of the day, somebody on the crew called you out on you being off? I mean, hmm, I could get into this story without exploiting a whole lot of details and kind of explain. Um, I was crabby and things weren't working out for me. <clears throat> and then Alana started, you know, noticing that I wasn't being right. right. You were on. And I was crabby. And I was like, I, I'm not doing this right now. I don't have time. I got to worry about this. Nobody's helping me with this, blah, blah, blah. Something slipped. I messed up. I knew that she could tell that mm-hmm. you know I was frustrated she was frustrated we were button heads a little bit I didn't want to argue with her I respect her so I went to Andy and I was like look I messed this up it's been a long rough day I got this going on I'm, I'm gonna try to fix it I'm very sorry um, I feel like I'm irritating some other people and I just wanted to let you know before somebody else came and said Kelsey's being an ass today mm-hmm. that I might have been a little bit of an ass today and I'm so sorry mm-hmm. I don't mean to be mm-hmm. you know but if somebody had called you out in the middle of that. And was like, hey, you're being an ass yeah. before I went to Andy? Take take a breath, girl. Chill the fuck out. I probably would have been like, excuse me? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. I think that's. It's so like poking a button. Apparently, I didn't realize. Apparently, chill is just something. Or like, calm down. Apparently, you don't tell people to calm you down. No. I didn't. I, well, I run that lap. So this way. is how it gets back to teamwork or even accountability, because I think this is now we're at the we're at the most sophisticated and accomplished end of that spectrum. When somebody calls you out on that, and you said you and Alana were starting to butt heads for a minute, I feel like she was about to. She was yeah. about to say, "Kelsey, what's going on with but you?" But she's too sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went and I 
I opened up to Andy. I was like, I think I'm pissing her off. I think mm-hmm. I'm pissing him off. Mm-hmm. I did this. The computer mm-hmm. did this. I got upset. I didn't handle it well. Mm-hmm. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. And it won't happen again. And it's it's really good that you took that to your boss. How how do you feel about if you had been able to own up to that in that moment with Alana? Um, I feel like I was being crabbier to her than I would have liked to Ben. So I didn't I didn't want to push an issue with her. I just mm-hmm. wanted to give her some space. Yeah. So I went to talk to Andy and then I came back and I apologized to her. Okay. I said, Look, I just talked to Andy. I know I'm I'm not being myself today. <clears throat> I was like, I'm very sorry, Alana. I don't mean to be crabby. And she's like, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. Yeah. Because everybody's got bad days. I yeah. didn't mean to be a crab doer. I didn't mean to be rude to Tony. Do you remember what day I'm talking about yeah, now? Yeah, I do. He I, was here. And a great, a great, like, word, I guess, from uh, in-house local uh, Rabbi Speed Jacobson, nothing productive ever happens when you're angry. So I no, had to go calm true. down and talk to... Totally agree. But this is... So what I'm circling around is the portion of responsibility that is accountability, and that is you being able to say to Alana, I'm I so sorry. Exactly. I, I had know to. This is she me. wasn't doing anything wrong. She was sitting there listening to me bitch and be crabby, and yep. I was mad, and she was just listening and listening, yep. and I was making her crabby because she was yep. just trying to do her job. Yep. And You know how you guys have heard me talk about how common it is to avoid conflict? She did not want to argue. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm giving you props here because what Tony just said is fantastic, right? Nothing good happens when you're angry. Mm-hmm. So what people do is they wait for the moment to pass. They wait to get themselves under the control. They might go and apologize to the boss so that you can get in front of any flack that's going to come from the way you were treating people to help cover your ass. And then the next day, come in with your fresh face and your bright smile. No, and, you can't just pretend it didn't happen, though. But a lot of people do. But that's I knew. Why it was so, that's why I'm saying it was brave. She doesn't take bullshit. She's smart. She's respectable she's a fantastic person and it would have been wrong of me to be rude to her go apologize to my supervisor and then I come back and act like I wasn't treating her bad well, I'm not saying I was treating her bad but, but you know I, what you, I mean you were, yeah. she might have been getting a little bit of my right. backlash right. unintentionally so right. I, I did own up to that no yeah that's and it, I had to it's impressive it was the right thing to do it, it was and it's and it's a hard thing to do I mean you know I felt like an ass but I I knew yeah. that I had to take and, a um, take a minute, take a breath. And, and by the way, owning up to our mistakes—that's how other people start to trust us. You know, people who, you know, so fine. Take a step back, calm down, apologize to your boss, keep a lid on it for the rest of the day, and then come back tomorrow and pretend like it didn't happen. Everybody knows it happened, mm-hmm. and so when you don't address mm-hmm. it, although it's the easier way, then it's harder for people to trust you because then it's like, oh, when's she gonna, you know, go off again? Now I'm let me get yeah, prepared for the Yeah, I didn't mean to be like that. I think she had yeah. told me something that got told to her that they wanted us to start doing, and mm-hmm. I was pretty much like, I don't have time to even worry about that mm-hmm. right now. And she's like, I'm just trying to let you know. I was yeah. like, well, somebody else can do it right now, you know, blah 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 blah. And so, so let's talk about one of the other skills because we're learning. We're all learning, and again, the definition is how you're interacting with others. So, this terrible day is a great example. Um, one of the things on the list is patience, and sometimes it's patience with other people as they're learning. If they're maybe, in, and I know you. We've talked before about how you don't think somebody is like on the same page as you from a technical standpoint. That's patience. But the flip side of it is, and what you're talking about here that happened on this terrible day, is mm-hmm. patience with yourself. I didn't have any for myself. When things are going bad. And that 
can be contagious, as you, you know, very wisely pointed out that, you know, the mistake happened because of your mood. Mm -hmm. But finding ways to be patient with yourself, to take that breath, to stay more even keeled and level-headed, that makes everybody else feel so comfortable. I think that's why they call it an interpersonal skill, because it can give everybody else... You can feel chill without having to say chill, because (laughs) I'll be showing it with the way I'm handling the pressure. I think I've been getting a little bit better. Something happened last week, and I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're just going to do this. And we did it, and it worked. And somebody was like, good job. Mm -hmm. You know, not freaking out about it or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, every day is going to be a step up the ladder, but, I mean, sometimes you might bust one of your steps and fall down a notch, but you got to keep climbing. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why you guys are such a strong team, because you're definitely the um, the emotional powerhouse in the group, which means passion and energy and drive. So that can be super, super positive. And you, Tony, you're like definitely the, the more relaxed, laid back, but it does serve then as a glue because it makes everybody feel safe. I'm a team player. I tend to just be the kind of guy who will be there for somebody if they need it or Mm -hmm. be patient or whatever, you know, whatever's got to get done. If something's just, if it's, if it falls on me, then I'll take it, you Mm -hmm. know, but that's kind of who I am. I just try to just say, okay, I mean, that's how how I get, just roll with the punches. And then Alana seems to me that she kind of plays the role as, okay, so I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the head. I'm going to keep everything on task. I'm going to be, um, you know, the one who's making sure we're following the plan. So if you have somebody who's like the organizer and somebody who is the passion and somebody who is the calmness, you can see how those three tendencies together just make for a fantastic team Mm -hmm. because the power is going to shift based on the situation. Sometimes you need somebody to be calm and to give everybody a chill pill. Sometimes you need somebody to get everybody fired up and motivated to get it done. And sometimes you need everybody to be super focused on what the task list is. So you guys can all take turns having your unique skills help drive drive it forward. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. sometimes keeping everybody calm means putting stress on to like myself yeah. to take the stress off of everybody else. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be like one person, basically, or the whole team. <laughs> and I'd much rather it be one person than yeah. everybody. And I don't, I don't, I deal with it. Like I said, I'm, I got things I deal with. I go home and. It's your special magic, dude. I guess. It's your superpower. I guess. So, um, and there's obviously a lot more, but those were the the ones I wanted to talk about because the second, which we burned way more than half of the show on that, but um, the one thing I did want to talk about today too, because I know it's so hard for you guys, is small talk and interpersonal skills and refining your interpersonal skills. How about them tigers? Can help improve your small talk. Might as well just block the whole show now for this one (laughs) because I don't pay attention to a lot of the news in the world around me, so I don't know what to small talk about. So you just broke a rule, which is really cute, about the tigers. So the first rule (laughs) is never mention a calendar item. What? A calendar item. What? What'd you do this weekend? How about those tigers? <sighs> Can you believe that rain yesterday? What's wrong with that? 
It's small. Small talk. That's what small talk is. Well, okay, so let me say it differently. So, uh, how's your wife? How's your husband? Now you're more get, in depth. Now you're getting, but still small getting, talk. Yes. So, what I'll call productive or effective small talk. So, <laughs> everybody can do the nonsense calendar item. So, just like the next time you find yourself, I don't know, at a company group event and there are people around who you don't know very well or an industry event or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. Because it makes you uncomfortable and it's awkward. So the first thing I want you guys to think about is always try and make a connection. So, I mean, I guess arguably you could say, how about those tigers as a way to make a connection because we all get very fired up about the tigers around here. I do too. I do too. So talking about the tigers with somebody who you know is a huge tiger fan that's not a calendar conversation. That's a connection conversation. Okay, okay, so it works. Uh, if if you know that they like baseball, right? So right. do you like sports? Now let's say you don't know anything about this person, and you're just going into it, and you have to make small. T- you're left in a room with what a person a you idea. don't know. How about that weather? Surface level small talk. What a great question. So the first thing that you do when you find yourself in that situation is look around you to find something that you can comment on that that person can see as well. So for example, <laughs> did you try one of the those hot dogs? They oh were gross. God, those were one of the best or worst. I don't eat hot dogs. Hot dogs. I've oh, never that's tasted so in my embarrassing, life. though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay I'll, use, I'll use a different example. Uh, it's uh, it's a networking event at uh, I don't know at um. Like a local convention center or something. And um, whether it was really hard to park or it was hard to find the place or you yeah. were afraid you were going to be late. Common difficulties. <laughs> that that the other person can also observe with or you. Or relate to. Yeah. Mm. So try and look around the physical environment and see if there's anything of interest that you can comment on that they can see as well. Because that starts a conversation that you can both contribute to. My brain is moving like a mile a minute Yeah, right I see now. where she's going it's with this I just want to be goofy. Like, and this well, is, you already said you avoid them, so I'm trying to give you real skills so well, that you won't be afraid in these situations. My problem is, it's what happens after that. You know, you walk I'll, away. I'll be that guy. Yes, I'll be that guy. I'll be like, so oh, uh, yes. Basically, my small talk would go. Um. So yeah, how about that parking was terrible, right? Like, and yeah, walk away. They'll go. They'll go. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like I had to do, and they'll do that, and then I'll go. Yeah, me too. Boom. Yeah, and, I, and I then had, all, all of a sudden it, it's like for me it like stops. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I, I gotta go get a glass of water. Or something. <laughs> like, quick, 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 quick test on uh, listening skills. When I framed up this whole section, what was the word I used that you're trying to do? Small talk. No. Make a connection. 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 With interpersonal skills. So I gave the parking example because parking can be a pain in the ass for everybody. Finding it or paying for it. And so if this person has any dialogue or conversational (laughs) skills whatsoever, they should be able to contribute something. If not, find something else because you are looking for a connection. So that's why I brought up stupid parking or yummy hot dogs. What about movies coming up? I feel like that's kind of a calendar event, which we're trying to stay away from, unless you walk in and you see somebody wearing a kick-ass Avengers t-shirt, and right you on. know yeah, that's, that's something my life. you can connect about. Okay, so are you ready for this movie? So, I'm so pumped. So exactly. Yeah, that, so, that'd be my icebreaker. So as long as you have some sort of indication that this calendar event would be of interest to this person so that bringing it up could form a connection, then it's okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. So if anybody ever sees me out and about and wants to talk to me, you know what to start with. 
Okay, the next one, because you said what what happens then, right? So you bring up the parking and they don't bite. <laughs> one of the easiest things to do to create a connection with people is to ask lots of questions. Okay, I'm crazy. And I've told you this before, but believe it or not, somebody who asks somebody else a lot of questions is automatically seen as a good listener. Even though you're bringing it all out of them, they feel like, man, that person was a good listener. So, is this the first time you've been to this event? Are they enjoyable? Do you know who the speaker is? Uh, how often do they have them? Have you ever made any really valuable connections When's out of coming lunch? to this? Did it lead to any jobs? When's lunch? Just question, are you married? Do you have kids? Just every freaking question you can think of because you're going to land on something that you can connect on. Exactly. It's horrible though if you ask somebody if they're married and they're like, yeah, but you know, I'm a widow. I just, yeah, like that's, and then you're, what? you're afraid. You're bringing yeah. that up because you're afraid. I'm kind of afraid to. Yeah, what, do you, what happens when somebody says you just meet this person? How's how's your significant other? Oh, they died in a car crash last year. Oh, well, first of all, oh. you wouldn't say how is your significant other because no, that implies if, that if you they asked if they were so, married yeah. and then they're like, why, why, why? I was. Uh, well, one I would the, just leave it. One of the easiest ways to do it is to <clears> offer something of your own so that that person feels more comfortable answering. So, for example, you could say, you know, uh, I know this was like a no significant others allowed, which is fine because I actually, you know, Allison is my significant other and that probably would have been awkward. Okay, you just offered something up. Then if you follow that up with, do you have a significant other? That person feels so much more comfortable talking to you because you just gave them something of yours. Life advice for the guys before you ask that. Maybe it helps to like clarify that you might, if you're not trying to like, get their number. Yeah, kind of. There's got to be something you can say that can kind of give away that you're not trying to like. Is your husband looking for any friends? Really you're not trying to come across point. as like because because I could be I could well, I start any single lady and be hey you married like <laughs> you're so right I, that was a that is my female bias. Well, I guess that's guy that's to guy totally... or girl to girl, without it being. You yeah. know, I, I think a girl could ask a guy that without the guy thinking that she's picking up on him. But I think you're right, Tony. I think a guy asking <laughs> a girl, it suddenly comes. Okay, so let's throw that one out. Yeah, of it's, well, like even I think like it wouldn't be bad. But like one of the things I do in conversation, it, like with just like regular, like if there's a if I'm uncomfortable with the idea of it, I'll just be like, oh, well, or I'll make the connection with my girlfriend. I'll be like, oh, my girlfriend is really into That's that. That's a great. And they'll be like, suggestion. oh, okay. And then they'll talk to you about See? it. They'll be like, okay. See, you're a small talk expert. Give it <laughs> That's a really, really good piece of advice. So, when I, I used it with you offering it right out of the gate to give you comfort to ask the question. But yes, that's a great way to diffuse any misunderstandings. Um, and the last one, because I can't believe how much time we ran out of because we spent so much time on interpersonal skills, but you guys should know this one. Lots of... Eye contact. Exactly. Don't be staring at the ceiling. People will think you're weird. Put the phone on silent. Keep it in your pocket or your purse. It's super tempting. You'll be surrounded by people who are on their phones because they're socially awkward and uncomfortable. Don't pretend to get a text message. Exactly. So, yeah, I gotta go take this. So Your fact, screen's not lit up. That could be a really fun <laughs> icebreaker, actually. If you see somebody else by themselves on their phone, you so you know to? they're uncomfortable. No. <laughs> I would just walk up, wait for them to be done, introduce yourself, and say, oh, I'm so tempted to pull out my phone, too, but I'm forcing myself. I am actually going to connect with people at this event. Hi, I'm Jenny. This is great. <laughs> uh, 
You're both. You got to beat them to the punch too, though, because I've been in situ. I feel like you got to because like I've been in situations where like I've been the one getting asked a lot of questions and I don't bite. Uh huh. And oh, then you're like one answer. Yeah, and then they're like, like wow, this answers. guy's kind of boring. Hard and to like, approach. And then I and then I don't want to be the guy who all of a sudden is like really excited, <laughs> like all. The- well, I think you can be curious without looking weird. Okay. When I first met Tony, he didn't talk at all. So, the other way to start a conversation, as opposed to just peppering somebody with random questions, is try and think of one good one. Again, preferably about the room or the environment that everybody can jump on or at least relate to, and then an immediate follow-up question about that same thing. Yeah. Not just let me ask you a second question or a third question. Let me see if I can find a way to connect on this first thing that I brought up. So it all makes sense. Exactly. I know. Small talk is hard. Look at how uncomfortable everybody got. (laughs) But it's just me. Okay. Well, listen, check us out at newradiomedia.com, exactly like it sounds. Or shoot us uh, some questions or issues to Ask Bossy Skirt on Instagram or Twitter. Or check out more advice videos at bossyskirt.com. Thanks so much, everybody.